Hey guys, uh, Travis D here. As I mentioned uh, on the last episode, uh, yeah, the uh, the sound sucks again this week. Again, it's not bad. You could hear me. I come in to where you hear what I'm saying. It just has a weird cave-like sound to it. So, <clears throat> again, the computer messed up. I got recorded off the wrong microphone. It's totally on me. Um, like I said, I'll make sure to do better next time. Uh, again, please suffer through the episode. Give it a listen and uh, enjoy it. Let's get at it. We're back again. So what, uh, what kind of coffee are you drinking? Uh, it is uh, Two Brothers coffee. Uh, like the brewery. And they uh, they do they teamed up with like a local roastery or whatever to put out their own coffee. And uh, I found a two-pound bag at Costco the last time I was there, so I bought it. I You know, I remember you talking about this coffee. I just don't remember the name. Yeah. And I don't know why, but for some reason, I don't remember Two Brothers ever being anything at all. I know Two Fools Cider. I've heard of that. Interesting. I've never heard of Two Brothers. And where's Two yeah. Brothers out of? Chicago. Really? Yep. Do you, uh, do you hear about, um, like, people are freaking out? I guess they're not freaking out, but I've, I've seen a couple people who are not happy with the fact that uh, Old Style is leaving Chicago and going back oh, to yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, I've heard about this, but not like I haven't done a deep dive. No, I haven't oh. done I, I just saw that they're going back to where they originally started brewing. Yeah, after... And, oh, they were in Milwaukee, though. Uh, I've always considered them a yeah. Chicago beer, but I just... Yeah, but it's, it's but it's it's they 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 refer to it as Milwaukee, but it's not actually Milwaukee. Mm. I just I can't remember what the hell the the name of the town is. Oh, Lacrosse. Sorry. I there we go. Yeah, Old Style returns to Lacrosse after 24 years in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, but like what I think it was like brewed in like Chicago or some shit. That's why everyone's like all pissed. Oh. Weird. I'm telling you right now, if it was never brewed in Chicago and people are pissed, I'm not pissed. Right? <laughs> Cause yeah, like... I've always considered it. I, I always thought it was brewed here because I thought it was like, uh, you know, I thought it was a Chicago beer. I don't think, I don't think there, if it, okay, so if Old Style was never brewed here, which if you could do me a favor and look that up while we're talking about this, if it was ever brewed here. Yeah. Um, If it was never brewed here, I don't think there is a, like, mainstream beer that was brewed in Illinois then. Because Anheuser-Busch is in Illinois. That's, what was it, Kentucky or some shit? Oh. Uh, yeah. What would you, uh, uh, you find? Ch um, man. Chicago. Sorry, trying to find it. It, it, it. it showed up in the Google search, and then I clicked on the article, and now it's, like, I got to find it within the article. Gotcha. I mean, I guess there's different. Okay, so Anheuser Busch has different breweries. Yeah. 
So there's New York, Georgia, Ohio, California, Colorado, Texas, Florida, California, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Missouri. Okay, Missouri. That's the one I think is like the original. I think that's originally Missouri. And then Virginia. I don't, yeah, I don't think Illinois has a mainstay. Like, I don't, I don't know of any alcohol that's like, you know, a home of Illinois. Malort. Oh, fucking A. <laughs> I don't know of any good alcohol. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, oh, old style. Uh, I'm going to read this paragraph from this article. Yes. Uh, the new Chicagoan.com, uh, if anyone wants to look it up. Yeah. Old style, you may know, is Chicago's beer. It goes so far as to brand itself as such. And who can overlook the numerous old style signs hanging off taverns that may or may not still be in business around the city? But old style isn't really Chicago's beer. The old style brand comes from La Crosse, Wisconsin, where it was first brewed in 1902. The beer caught on more in Chicago than anywhere else. And by 1935, the company uprooted from Wisconsin and moved to Chicago. Old Style remained primarily an Illinois brand until 2016 when it moved its operations back across the border to where it began. It now brews its Oktoberfest beer, a new recipe, across state lines. So Old Style hasn't been a beer in Chicago since technically 2016. Yep. Oh, these fucking people are just now bitching about it? Sounds like it. God, it just sounds like any time I ever talk about a relationship. Huh? Like it happened years ago? Um, yeah, exactly. Like, like, I talk about it now as if it was recent, but it really, really wasn't recent. Gotcha. I love their branding. They got, like, a, uh, like a vanity license plate situation where it's a, a hot, like, a Chicago dog walking with a beer. Fun. Fun stuff. Interesting. Yeah, when I... I'm trying to figure out if I could do an entire show without talking about anything October. Oh, I'm sorry. I already talked about Oktoberfest. No, not even that. No, because, well, because, uh, well, I guess I'll bring it up. This is, this is our lives. Yeah. Um, the, when I was, when I was trying to figure out where we could eat Monday night while we're up in uh, Wisconsin doing our vlogs and stuff like that, there was this one place that, seems to, like, pride themselves on, like, Chicago-themed foods, beef sandwiches mm. and Chicago-style hot dogs and stuff like that. I was like, that'd be pretty cool, but I don't want to do anything like that. I want to do something that's – because we're staying in Fond du Lac. I think yeah. Fond du Lac or however you pronounce it. That's where we're staying. And some of the places I would love to have gone to aren't open on the Monday we're there, which sucks. But I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to drive all the way up to Fond du Lac just to eat a Chicago-style hot dog. Right, yeah, that'd be yeah. hilarious, but <laughs> it'd be like, um, so when I, my, my, my mom's mom is from Newfoundland. Yeah. And when we were in high school, uh, grandma took Houston and Michael and I to St. John's, uh, where she was like born and lived and stuff. And, um, let's see, I would have been uh, like a sophomore in high school. So, you know, what's that put Michael sometime in elementary school? Mm-hmm. And she took us out for lobster because she's like, you know, oh, this is the freshest. It's the best lobster you'll ever have. And they had a deal where it was like, you know, like I think it was like twenty five dollars for a lobster dinner or something. Yeah. Um. And and she's like, this is a really good deal. Like, we're all going to go in here and eat this. And like Houston like lobster. I like lobster. Grandma liked lobster. Uh, Michael ordered a hamburger and you would have thought that grandma was going to have a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> And it's like the the kid's like twelve, 
or 10 or something. Like, what are yeah. you talking? He's always been kind of picky. Like, you're not going to make him eat lobster, Graham. Yeah, I see. First off, I'm not big. I like seafood. For sure. And I can eat seafood. Crab and lobster have not been the things that I go to. I, uh, shrimp, uh, uh, scallop. No, what the hell is that? Not scallops. Tell the things called scallions. No, wait, that's scallops, onion, right? Yeah. Scallops. Okay. So yeah, like shrimp, scallops, fish, uh, oysters, clams. That stuff I live with. For some reason, lobsters and crab, I just can't get into it. That's fair. It's just a weird taste. But there is there is one place in. Fond du Lac, I was looking at, and I think it's more of like a seafood kind of place. It's right off of the big lake up there, and they call it like they, they have a they have a an item on their menu called like poor man's lobster or whatever, and all it is mm. is like it's just some kind of fish. I can't remember the kind of, kind of fish it is. Oh, but I know I've had it before, and I was like, I know I've had that fish before, and there's no way. That tastes like lobster. Yeah. What'd you say? Monkfish. No. I don't know. That's what I found Googling it. But like you found a Fond du Lac restaurant? That, no. That, no. It, Four it, lobster, buttered, butter-boiled cod? Cod. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's one that I know. Like, I know I've had it before. And I was like, I've also had lobster and crab before. I just don't like it. But I've not had it before. And I was like, there's no way that cod... Me taste like that. No, yeah. Um, I can see yeah, maybe maybe if it was like literally like boiled in butter, maybe I could see that. But yeah, or or they have like a like a lobster seasoning that they put into like the water or something. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever done a crawfish boil? I love a crawfish boil. I've never been to one, but I always wanted to be part of one. Mm. I know, like uh, uh, family friends, buddy of mine, Kyle. He did it like maybe once or twice. He could have done it more than that. I don't know, yeah. but he did it. But I, I was always like, I always had work or something where I couldn't make it. I was like, man, I would love to do that. You know, they just boil everything into one pot and then pour it off over a table and it's great. You just go at it. It's like it sounds fantastic. Yeah, I've been to one and it was wonderful. It was exactly what you just described. Whenever, whenever, I, and I, I didn't win. I didn't win the mega. If you don't know, I didn't win the one point five billion dollars. Yeah, me either. So, uh, some guy in Florida did, or gal, I don't know. One person, one person in Florida won it. Yeah, you know, my mom mentioned to me something that I didn't realize until she said it, but I remember that lottery used to be just Illinois. Oh, interesting. Powerball was all over the place, but that one was always just Illinois. I don't know what that happened. Yeah. Um, I wish it was. Right? I wish it was just Illinois. I remember the last time, uh, uh, I don't remember the last time there was like a huge, huge winner in Illinois. I don't know if it was probably the last five was, years. I think but. it was the last time either the Mega or the Powerball hit $1.5 Someone in Des Plaines won it. It was like six months ago. Was that the one? Oh, yeah, that was one. That, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it took them like three months to finally claim it. Yeah. Which, by all accounts, from what I hear, is a smart thing to do. You know, you got to get oh, yeah, the place before you get the money. Yep. I just, I, and you know, they always say the smartest way to do it is do the annuity. Like, now give me that lump sum. Yeah, give me the lump sum. Uh, you can invest it as a lump sum and make way more than the annuity. Yeah. I know, I know that if I ever did the lump sum, 
And I know, like, last, I know usually when we talk about this, I always talk about, like, the Freak Nest Studio stuff, but, like, as on a personal level, I would, I just want to love some just because I get do. I want, I want to start doing good with it. Right. And I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you can't take the lump sum because they start spending the money without realizing it before you know it's gone. And it's like, if I'm stupid enough to spend $700 million before I die. <laughs> yeah. I deserve I, it. Yeah. Like, like I, I will, I will stop my own life at that point because I fucked something up. Yeah. $700 million. See, the problem with money like that though is like, for me anyways, like, because they say like you need to get an accountant, you need to, you know, find a bank that, Handles money like that, which I believe is like either like a Chase or uh, what's what's the one that begins with an F? Uh, Wells Fargo. Fargo, yes. Yeah, you need a bank like that. Like I can't throw seven hundred million dollars into my local bank. Right, I put it in my local credit union. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like that's. I mean, that's 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 almost some offshore shit money, Kylie. At that point, right? Yeah. Like you gotta get like a lawyer, an accountant, and some other person. You gotta get like a a team of people. But like, how do you trust those people? Like, like, right. like, because you see all these things about like, oh, well, the accountant, you know, you know, filled, you know, siphoned off all the money, and now it's gone, and you know, yeah, I you just gotta watched... find like a legit accountant, like, uh, yeah, like a, a certain accounting firms. They actually have there. There are a lot of laws that prevent them from doing that. But yes. if you just have like a buddy do it for you, like, yeah. Oh, I can never. I Me would. The, the only time I would ever hire a friend to deal with my money. Would be like if somebody who was hard up on a job and wanted to, you know, it would be wanting to be like an assistant for me or something like that. Like yeah. just like a, just like if, if I was trying to like, you know, cause I, you know, I've said there's all these businesses I want to attempt to do and, uh, you know, obviously the podcast and stuff like there's a lot of things I want to do. Like, so if there's things like I need to, like small detail things I need to take care of that they could run and take care of for me and everything. Give them a card, say, Hey, go, keep on, go get my oil changed or, you know, like the, the the shit that I just don't. Yeah. I guess I guess to sound cocky, the shit I don't have time to do. Right. You know, I can easily do it myself. You know, just yeah. I mean, that's what that's what money does, right? It buys you time. Yeah. So, uh, stuff like that. But I mean, it'd be like a credit card that has like a thousand dollar limit. I'm not gonna give them the black card and say, hey, can you go change my oil, and they come back with a you know a Bugatti. Right. Yeah. Um, that's what I like. I I I got like a whole like. Uh, you know, the, the government only insures things up to a certain amount. And so I would split it into all of these different accounts that are, you know, are, reach that size or whatever. And yeah, it was it the FDIC or something like that? Like, yeah. They only come like, what, 250 grand? 250,000, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of bank accounts for $700 million. Was that 28? Right. No, that's not even 700. No, two. Yeah. So it's, it'd be, it's four bank accounts per million dollars. So yeah, 28. Oh no, it'd be sorry, and then multiply that times a hundred. banks. Yeah. My my whole thing was, and I, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine about this years ago. This is when like it, like when the Powerball first hit a billion dollars, like ever, like twenty sixteen or whatever the hell it was. And um, and I was telling her, I was like, I was like, I, I think what I would want to do if I was to win like that billion dollars, I'd walk away with like 400 something million, maybe 350 million, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's a, it's a huge chunk of it that fucking goes away. Like right. when, uh, when this past one happened and you know, the news is talking about it and these people are going up to like all these like people on the street, like it's like, how would you feel about being a billionaire? It's like, you're technically not going to be a billionaire. If you invest right. it right, you can be. 
Yeah. I mean, you could, you could turn 700 million into a billion pretty quick if you find the right investments. Right. But you're not walking away with $1.5 billion. You're not. A percentage of it goes back to the lottery that's supposed to go to like the school systems and the roads and all that goofy shit, wherever the hell it's supposed to be. Right. Um, or, uh, you know, so then the state gets their taxes, the federal gets their taxes, all that shit. So, like, you walk away with, I think it's somewhere around, like, 40% of it, which is still incredible. Like you said, it's like 600, it's like, it's over half a billion dollars you still end up with. Right. But if I ever uh, came across something like that, like, if I ever won something like that, I know that, like, my whole plan was, is to start with immediate family and work my way out and shit like that, so... You know, mom and Carl would be living in Florida, retired. You know, they could be done. You know, granted, you know, like they, you know, Carl probably legitly has five years left before he can retire. Which is, uh, which is weird to think that, uh, fucking Carl's 60 already. Right? Nuts. Fucking nuts. Um, but, he could legitly, you know, it, he could retire in five years. Is the I think it's the average retirement age or whatever like that, or what should be the norm. Yeah. But yeah, I could. I, I always made an agreement with Mom and Carl. Like because one of the things I always wanted to do is I wanted to open up an auto shop. I oh nice. If, if I could always go back in time, I would go back to school to do mechanics to be an auto mechanic and everything. I just always yeah. had fun in it. I just never had the mindset to strive to achieve schooling. At that time yeah. in my life, but I always wanted to open mechanics. Never too late. It's true, hundred percent true. I thought I actually thought about going back and doing some classes part time and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, not for mechanics though. Like I think it'd be more like uh, media production stuff like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Stuff like we're doing here, just so I can learn to uh, edit uh, videos better. Right. Video editing, I guess. Uh, so, um. I want to open up the. I want to open up all these like small businesses, uh, just because I have interest in a lot of them and everything. And with money like that, I think I could risk it. You know, just for the hell of it. Let me see if this works. If it doesn't, fuck. Okay, I'm out of the money. But hey, it's a fun try. Um, obviously a huge chunk of it will be invested. You know, for the future and you know to make you know use the money to make money and stuff. But like, I want to open an auto shop. And I told mom and Carl, like, if I open this auto shop, all you guys gotta do is help me run it for a year. Help me yeah. get it up and going. Teach me what I need to do. Give me a year. After that, off to Florida you go. Live your life. Retire. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, dad, build him a new house, a ranch house. He doesn't have to worry about stairs and stuff anymore. Uh, and you know, in the country where he could be left alone, away from his, you know. You know, away from people because he doesn't like people. Kind of like a hermit. Not up in the mountains, but like hermit enough. You know, and, you know, get him a couple of nice cars that he wants. You know, not like, you know, 65, you know, vets and stuff like that. But, you know, just like, you know, for some reason he likes 80s, like Camaros and stuff. Nice. Because they're nicer than that, overly expensive. Gotcha. Um, then Nick, Sherry, Ashley, you, Michael, Houston, uh, you know, you, you guys get some money. You guys, you guys get your own money. Um, and it's one of the things where it's like, it's like, because, because I, I would, I would set aside, I was, I would set aside money for you guys, give you guys money, and then there'll be separate money for like children and stuff to go to college. Yep. Yeah. But there's, I mean, obviously, I, I, I don't want to piss away the money. That's the thing. Right. It's yeah. like, so like if I pay for this shit, you know, if I pay for these kids to go to school, they need to go to school. 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to invest in their parties. Like, hell no. It's like, you're going to go get an education. Like, this is what it is. Um, but I would give like all of you guys, like, here's, here's the amount. Don't blow it. Right. Use it wisely. You know, this, you know, like, it, it could, it, it, depending on how much I win, it could be an amount where you could be comfortable for the rest of your fucking lives. Yeah. If you choose not to work anymore and decide to live off this, as soon as it's gone, it's gone. Like that's like it's it's there's a there's a set amount. Like it's not like, like I, I, I you know I love you guys, but don't come back asking for more money. Right. Yeah. You know if I if I give you you know seven figures. Right. You know well, that's or, very easy. A million dollars in an investment account should produce about fifty thousand dollars a year without <clears throat> excuse me without ever touching the principal <clears throat> and if, it if should I, grow. If I was if I was to walk away with six hundred million dollars, I was thinking more like ten to probably eight figures. Yeah. Well, and that would definitely that'd be very easy to live off of forever in an investment account. Hundred percent. Like 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 if 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 everybody was conscious enough to do everything the right way, to realize that that this this is money to help you not struggle anymore, but it's not for you know. Like, like the one thing that worries me the most, and there's only a couple of our siblings, I think would do this. And I don't want to name them, but I believe there's a couple of siblings. If I was to give them ten million dollars, at least eight of it will be gone within two years. Just because I, I just because I, because I think having that that much money and be able to do certain things that they'll take the opportunity to do so. Right. Um. <clears throat> So I always so so my original plan was when I was telling my friend like it's like I would create an account for each sibling, but my name would still be on the account, and if they need money out of it, they would talk, talk to me, and then if it manageable, then yeah, why the hell not? But at the same time, it's like I don't need to babysit adults. I don't need to do that. Like right. this is a gift. Like I don't need to micromanage a gift. Yeah. So if I win, here's your money. Here's ten million dollars. This is what you get. Okay, this, right. this is yeah. it. Yeah. Now, unless something weirdly happens 20 years down the road and something astronomical happens where you you need help, I will obviously still be there. Yeah. But if somebody comes up to me five years later saying, hey, uh, my house is going to be foreclosed on unless I pay the property taxes, and I say, well, where's the money? It's like, well, the house was the house alone was seven mil. I'm like, you deserve to lose that house. Yeah. Like, like, like nobody in this family right now lives in an area where owning a seven million dollar house is financially logical. No. Uh, oh shit! Cool. Okay, I'll sign up. I'm gonna bring someone on here real quick. Oh, all right. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on. Uh, we'll pick, we'll pick this up later. Hold on a second. I wanna, uh, okay, cool. Uh, I'm excited for this one. He's coming in. Oh shit! All right, guys. This episode of this freaking show is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. 
All you got to do is go to their website, cartercomics.com, check out their amazing store, check out all their amazing comics. Fill up your cart with all those comics, and before you check out, use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. And not just at their website, but their four different eBay accounts that they run, all the links to all of those can be found at the homepage of cartercomics.com. Our discount code FREAKNET will save you 10% at eBay as well. So again, make sure you go to cartercomics.com. Fill your card up with all their amazing graded or raw comics and use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire purchase. Uh, you there, Nubby? I'm here. God. Uh, Joe, this is, uh, this is one of my co-hosts of JFW. This is, uh, the amazing turtle. This is Nubby. Um, nice. I know I've Welcome. mentioned him. Nice yeah. to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Joe. Finally. Finally. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a long time coming. Uh, actually, uh, we just uh, realized a couple weeks ago that uh, Nubby has officially been with JFW for a year. Nice. That's right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's been yeah. a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you don't, you don't got to sound all professional. Just calm yourself. <laughs> I'm trying. Hey, I, I just woke up, so I don't know how to feel right now. You sound you sound very like like you're you're walking into a board meeting and you gotta give them the right numbers in order for the company not to implode. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try to calm it down. I'll try. Yeah, yeah. Just just be relaxed, man. Like this is a this is a completely different travesty over here, man. This is a, yeah. This is a, this isn't that uh, headstrong asshole that you co-host JSW with. Like this is this very Saturday morning calm travesty. This is this is reality travesty. So uh, would you treat Pac-Man differently if he was on? No, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, you know what? Maybe, maybe a little. I probably would a little bit just because it's Saturday morning. It's not Monday night like it is, and we're not we're not like you know deep diving into like professional wrestling and stuff as we uh, normally do. Um, but I I mean I know you listen to uh, our other show or we, well you listen to this show which I do appreciate you talk about it all the time with me. And uh, that I do appreciate. Uh, Pac-Man, I think, does too. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, just like, you know what, I want to I want to get you over here. Because we always talk about wrestling, and we always, you know, talk about that life. But we never really talk about real shit on shows. Like, we do kind of, like, you know, bullshit about it at, uh, like, wrestling events and everything like that. But when it comes to, you know, JFW, it's strictly wrestling, unless once in a while we talk about I don't know. We talked about food at one point. Uh, you know my memory is garbage. Uh, but, yeah, no, over here we talk about, uh, you know, pretty much whatever we want. We were actually just talking about, like, lottery winnings and what we were, uh, what we would do with them, like, in the real world. Because obviously I talked with you about, you know, if I ever did win the lottery, freaking out studios would become a thing, you know, we would all work together and stuff like that. And then I could truly be your boss because I'd be signing your checks. But, uh, but like more of like the personal stuff about like, you know, like, you know, giving money to, you know, parents and siblings and stuff like that and open up small businesses to kind of, Sturbico would be the, the umbrella company of everything. Like that would, everything would fall underneath Sturbico. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd have all these businesses, Freaknet Studios would be one of them, but like I want to open like a mechanic shop, a diner, uh, a, a what, what, what's the, uh, that was that place called where it's like they, it's a coffee shop, but it's basically internet. What the hell is those things called? Like an internet cafe? Is that what it's just called? Internet cafe? Yeah, something like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that where like you know kids can come in, you know, use the internet, you know, grab a cup of coffee and stuff like that. Um, but I want to do all this in like you know the small town I grew up in. You know, like I want to, I want to grow the you know the town without you know putting like huge corporations and shit in it. Right. I think the only business I would buy is probably Jersey Mike's just because I really love Jersey Mike's. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. But uh, Nubby, what, what would you do? Let's say let's say you won that one point five billion dollar lottery that just got uh, that just got picked up, and you walked away with I think the payout is somewhere around six hundred million. Yeah. Like, what, what would what would you do? Like what 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 would you use the money you know for if you were to win that much money? Uh, well, the very first thing I do for sure is quit my job. Oh yeah. Sleep for an entire day. And then probably go on vacation, a long vacation. Mm, where's that vacation at? Like what? Is it is it like a like a cruise? Is it like a travel around the world? Is it one destination? It'll be one destination. I'm thinking uh, Orlando for sure. Orlando, going to Disney yeah. World. Half a I'd billion, be... half a billion dollars, and you travel to Florida. Well. See, the way I see it, it's not as expensive if you half think about a, it. Half a billion dollars, Nubby. Hey, I'm keeping it simple because I don't want to go too crazy with the money, and I still want to live off of it. So well, I, I, I mean, I understand that, but I mean, realistically, okay, if you were to take a cruise in New Zealand, it's at most $10,000. Maybe, maybe, maybe sixteen. I don't know. Um, my, my brother-in-law and sister went on a cruise to New Zealand. Uh, Alan, I know you listen to the show. Could you tell me, if you don't want to, you don't have to, can you tell me how much that cruise was? I'm going to guess somewhere around 18000 maybe at the absolute most. That sounds ridiculously high to me, though. I don't know. I've never been on a cruise. You guys ever been on a cruise? No. 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 But 18000 sounds ridiculously high. Like, yeah. It sounds way too high. That doesn't, I, I would be shocked. I can't imagine them spending that kind of money. Maybe eight grand. I would say eight grand. Eight grand. Yeah, I can see. That's okay. saying, that okay. seems so. More so eight thousand dollars. You're talking about half a billion dollars. I don't know what the difference is between eight thousand and half a billion, but it's like what four hundred ninety-two. It's not even one percent. Yeah, yeah. So Orlando, man, you could buy Orlando. Probably, but I'll keep it simple at first. Yeah, absolutely. I get that. So, so Orlando, like Universal Studios, or. Oh, definitely studios. I mean, yeah, I would like to hit up Disney again, but I'm more of a studios guy. So, ooh, would you? Okay, would you rent out Disney because that's a thing apparently? Now that is something I definitely would do. Right, rent out the entire park. Right. Right. God. What about uh? What about family? What would you do uh? Family wise. Uh, well, I probably bring my immediate family with if they decide they want to come with. I mean no otherwise I mean, not, not the vacation. I mean like the money. Because here's here's the thing here's the thing for me. And I, I, I feel like I I feel like there's going to be a time where this money is going to cause problems with family. Because if I start with my immediate family, my parents and my my siblings and branch my way out, eventually there's a point where I have to end. You know, and it's like it's like and I mean, there, there's there's cousins, there's aunts, there's uncles, there's grandparents. Like like, where where does the ending stop? Because because I feel like there's going to be a point where somebody's going to come up to me and it's like, well, what about your great aunt? You know, blah blah blah. I was like, it's like, who the hell is that? Right. 
You know, I was like, he's like, well, that's my that's my sister's cousin from. I'm like, I'm like, you want me to give money to somebody I never met before? It's like there there has to be a line. And I think I think like if I, you know, I know there there are certain I know there are certain parents in my family who obviously would never want to turn away the money, but don't really need it. And if I if they didn't get it, they'd still be fine. But at the same time, I don't want to have that weird awkwardness where like. I just gave my cousin their kid X amount of fucking money and gave them nothing. Mm-hmm. So I think like I think for me it's like I would give parents, siblings, uh, nieces and nephews, cousins, aunts, uncles, uh, remaining grandparents. Mm-hmm. I that's think where I'm at. Yeah. I think I think that's where like it would have to end because once yeah. you get into like you know like these. These fourth cousins from like a you know a grandmother you know so on and so it's like it's like there's always family that come what do they say like people coming out of the woodwork right yeah like my oh. my parents cousins not on the list yeah yeah my cousins sure absolutely yeah hundred percent and and be, and Joe I love your family but there's a lot of fucking people there are a lot I actually I calculated out one time uh, yeah. and I think there's like ninety three people who would be on my list. Yeah, it's ridiculous. See, that's a lot. And, and here's the thing: you could give them each a million dollars, and what's that? Get? That's almost a hundred million dollars just yep. in that. Yep. Just in that, and that, and that's where and that's where it gets weird. But see, I think the thing is, like, as I start going outwards, I think the amounts get lower. Yeah. Like, like, my, like, mom, mom, and mom and Carl. I don't think I would give them a set amount. I think I would just. I would give them like an allowance to live off of. It's like, hey, if you need more, just let me know. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a limit I would give my mom, my dad, or Carl. It's like whatever you fucking need, you can right. fucking have it because they're not the types who just piss away money and stuff. Right. You know, it's like whatever you need, you just let me know. I will send you the money. Siblings wise, I'm giving you ten million dollars. You should be okay. Like I said, if you come back at me because you need more money, okay. I'll give you more money, but you tell me what happened to this. Right. You justify spending $10 million in five years. Tell me what you did with it. And if it makes sense, I'm on board. But if you tell me that you invested $9.5 million into brand new, never before seen rubber bands, you're out. Like, good luck. <laughs> Yeah, it would be such a weird investment. I yeah, love like it. best of luck. If you tell me that I've you suddenly, I have now suddenly spent ten million dollars on rubber bands, Travis. <laughs> well, best of luck to you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just one of those things where it's just like there's no way in hell, like, like, like that money can be gone so quickly unless you did something ridiculous with it. Again, and it goes back to buying houses. Like, if I was to buy a house. I would love to still want to stay around Pieton, a small town. So in order for me to do that, I can't build a $10 million mansion in Pieton because nobody's ever going to buy a $10 million mansion in Pieton. If I move closer to, like, Naperville, Naperville has houses out there that are, like, three, four, five million oh, yeah. fucking dollars. Easily. You know? So if I wanted to have a house like that, I'd have to be closer to the city, closer to Naperville, stuff like that. Because then the – so down here, maybe 1.5. At the yeah. absolute most, you know, it's like so. And like, at that point, you could build one that's worth that for way less. Yeah, my my whole thing would be more of like I don't care much. Most I don't care a lot about the house as I will about like the property. 
Like, I, like, I think the more money would be part of the property that I'll be owning rather than the house I would build. Because I'm, I would still want, like, a five-bedroom house just because eventually I want to have children, even though I'm getting pretty up there in age to the point where I don't want to be an old man when my kid graduates high school, which right now at 34 years old, if, they're, if I was to have a kid to graduate, I'd be 52. Yep. Yeah, so for me, that's that's old. For me, to be 52 years old and having a kid graduate high school, it's like, it's really pushing it. You know, um, but what the hell was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I, I want five bedrooms because I want to have the massive bedroom. I want to have each kid to have their own room. I want a guest room and I, I guess technically an office. So five bedrooms and an office or four bedrooms and an office. Either way, I just need an office, you know, to do my office things. I, mean, I just need a place where you just sit at yeah. a desk and you know, like grunt for no reason. I mean, I'm a, I'll be half a billionaire. I don't really have to grunt about anything. I just feel like I need to. Like, I need a place just to be like, I, I got I gotta go to my office. Just just let me let me figure this out. Like, hey, you your own out, space like, or whatever. Yeah. So like, I got nothing to really figure out. I just want to go huff and puff for no reason. Like you know, like I miss I miss struggling. That's my problem. Like I'll be so fucking rich, I'm just gonna miss struggling. Like I like I have nothing to bitch about and that sucks. <laughs> but uh Nubby, where where do you where do you stand as far as family, like money for the family and stuff like that? Alright. So I don't have like a big immediate family so that's very easy to do um i have my obviously my parents my aunt now that lives with us and then my sister her husband and my niece so they would get a big chunk of the money how i would distribute that uh, i'd say maybe 20 million to both you know to that family and this family gotcha. and then anybody else like cousins honestly what have they done for me lately? So I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't give them much. I mean, I'm close to maybe one cousin yeah. and, like, her siblings. But at the same time, it's like they don't come support me in this wrestling thing. So why should I give them money? Because I want money, you know. It's, so it would just stay within the immediate family pretty much gotcha. and me. Gotcha. Yeah, see, that, that, that's where Joe falls into the fucking problems because his whole family's close. So it's not like he could say like, like, well, I only talk to Ryan, but I don't really talk to Grace. Like, no, you talk to everybody. Yep. So everybody's yeah. getting a check. Yep. So everybody. my amounts, the way I thought about it, is like a combination of like how close you are to me, yeah. uh, you know, by blood or whatever, and then like what you actually need, and then by age. So like, mm-hmm. you know, my my not not that I would ever cut my grandma's off. I only got two yeah. left. Um, but you know, uh, I, I have an amount that I would give them and then, you know, uh, parents and step parents, uh, have an amount and then aunts and uncles have an amount and sort of, uh, you know, I, I think aunts and uncles would be probably on par with, uh, grandparents or whatever. Um, and then it, just because they're a step out. Right. And then cousins probably would get more than my siblings and, and more than like, uh, aunts and uncles, you know, cause they're, they're a little younger. They've got, a, they've, it's got to last longer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. same thing for, for like, uh, you know, I got, I got a couple of nieces now and I got, um, uh, uh you know, like, uh, like uh, Ryan's kids or whatever. I feel like, you know, if you're, if you get to be the rich eccentric uncle, you get, or cousin or whatever, hey, you might as well take care of people. But, but I do think, you know, once, once there's a certain amount that like, once I've given it away, everything else is going into an investment account until I hit 
a certain amount and then it's like uh charitable causes forever mm-hmm. like it's going to be a trust that runs uh longer than my life to fucking do cool shit for yeah. the community or whatever yeah yeah what what where do you see like donation wise because i actually have a i have, I have a cool donation idea that uh actually nubby might appreciate um but donation wise where do you see uh where, where do you see you know not most of your money but like a good sizable amount of money to go to yeah, I I really want to do uh, I I've, if I if I had that kind of money, um, I'm really interested in like the the really unsexy projects like infrastructure and like trains and shit. Like we need a new like railway baron. You know, we haven't had one of those in a hundred years. So that's that. I'd probably be like trying to to figure out how to use my money to get us like high speed rail. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Joe. I thought there was literally a thing called the unsexy project. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, if there's not, I was on board to Google the. I might, I might call project. it that. To be honest with you, right? I'm like, like what? Like what are they doing? Like are they taking like really hot people and just like averaging yeah, them down? We're doing, yeah, quick? we're doing a service. We're giving hot people plastic surgery to make them ugly, right, or like, just like, average. You know, right? We're sick and tired of these 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 ridiculous, these perfectly symmetrical yeah. genetic freaks. Yeah. This, oh, your 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 face is proportionate. Now you're gonna look like you had a partial stroke. Right. Like that that cheek that cheek is going to drop just a centimeter. Unsexy. Yeah, it's like oh, eat a burrito. Eat five burritos. Put on some weight. Give me a. Give I'm gonna a pay look. you to eat burritos every day until you're the unsexy. Bur- God, I, I gotta find a way to incorporate that into that title. The unsexy. Yeah, just just yeah, general general yeah. stuff like that. I'd I'd love to. Like I feel like. What I'd want to do is shame the other billionaires who are not giving money enough money to charity, you know. Oh god, yeah, I'm like what Bezos? Yeah, Gates. Who? I mean, Gates gives a lot. Don't get me wrong, but he's like mostly just buying um, uh, farmland for himself mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm just like, ah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Nubby walks away to get more coffee. Yeah. So yeah. I do know, like, I'd love to give. Uh, my, I, I would love to give like five or ten million dollars. If, if I if I won the one and a half billion, I would give ten. Right? I'd love to give ten million dollars to my church so that they could hire a pastor who actually knows what he's doing. <laughs> would you um? With that money, looking at church and stuff like that, would you ever consider maybe building a church in a different location? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, or using using it to feed people, that drives me crazy. How hard it is to get people fed. Oh, like a food drive. Yeah, that's just a food drive. But like, it, I think it uh, like you can solve world hunger for like thirty two billion dollars or something, which obviously I wouldn't have at that point. But I don't know. Got to be doable. You got to be able to fucking do something. Put a dent in it. Yeah. What was it? What? How come we haven't had like a. Uh... Nubby, you, it's okay to say you're going to walk away, bro. I didn't want to interrupt the call, that's all. I just inter- I interrupt you. You're uh, you're uh, fucking talking, and we haven't gotten back to you in five minutes. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm the low man in total pole, remember? Not oh, over here, guess. man. Over here, you're just one of us, yeah. Tell yeah, us to no. shut up. It's fine. Hey, you're, you're actually a guest, guest, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's... Uh, <clears throat> 
I don't, I don't know why, like why we haven't had like a big like like fundraiser kind of thing like uh like Live Aid, you know, and mm. shit like that or uh or when the uh when a hurricane hit uh what New Jersey and stuff like that and they had that huge like concert fundraiser thing. Mm-hmm. We haven't had one of those kind of like, you know, things in a very long time. Yeah. It's weird to think that. My idea as a fundraiser, and uh this is why I say W appreciate it, is I wanna to put together a a wrestling show. And uh what I wanna do is I wanna to get together a bunch of independent Illinois independent wrestling companies. And it's either one of two ways I could do this. It would either be like a like a twelve hour fundraiser where like I'll get like maybe five five wrestling companies, you know, SCW, ARW, POW Entertainment, Rocket Pro, CSW, IPW, whatever. Like get get all these companies, get all these guys together around the table and say, Hey, listen, I wanna put on a fundraising wrestling show. I don't know what the fundraiser's for yet. I for right now, I, for right now, the idea is adopt a soldier because I really want to put together an adopt to adopt a soldier show that would use the Will County Atrium. Oh, nice! All right. And I know, I know the girl who runs Adopt a Soldier in Pietone. She came out to uh, an SCW show this year and last year because of it. And I had this conversation. It was like, I would love to do an Adopt a Soldier show to raise money for Adopt a Soldier. It's just we can't do it at the Pietone VFW because the ceilings are too low. And she's like, well, what about the Will County Atrium? It's like, it all depends on money. And she says she can get us in there. And it's like, why are we fucking doing this then? If she could get us into that atrium that has a kitchen for concessions, has all the chairs you need, high ceilings to put the ring in, an area to have an entrance from, and a bar in there, why aren't we doing this? So I just, for somebody that just hasn't happened yet, but I'm going to start really buckling down and seeing if we can figure out a way to do this. But... It would either be like a 12-hour show or maybe even a 24-hour wrestling show. You're wild. Right? And and all these companies are a part of it. But here's the thing. Because I have half a billion dollars, I will finance the entire fucking thing. I will pay every wrestler. I will rent out the venue. I will buy all the food for concessions. I will buy all the alcohol for the, uh, for the uh, bar. I will pay people to work it, security, music, camera guy. I will fund the entire fucking thing. All I need the wrestling companies to do is to promote it from their end and to book matches. So if I get six people, if I, if I, if I got six companies, and I think I just listed off six and said, Hey, listen, I'm going to do a 24 hour wrestling show where we're going to raise money. I need you guys to fill four hours of wrestling. That's it. Six companies, four hours of wrestling apiece. Right? That's twenty four hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a it's a flat rate ticket of twenty fucking dollars. You could come and go whenever you want. You'll have a wristband, whatever. But it's a twenty four hour show. Stay as long as you want, leave, come back later, whatever you want. But this company's on between eight and noon. This one's on noon to four. Four to eight, eight to midnight, midnight to four, four to eight a.m. You know, I think is that right? Is that six? Yeah, it's six. And it's just, it's just a it's just a fucking restaurant the entire time. We can do raffles, fifty fifty drawings, 
uh, maybe there's going to be some auctions, donation, whatever it is. The entire thing I will fund because since it's a charity, since it's a, it can be a tax write-off. So it's like I'm not losing that fucking money. I'm just writing it off on my taxes. Right. But it's also wrestling. And then all your ticket prices and concession prices and everything can go to the charity. A hundred percent of everything that is made goes right to the charity. I don't need any money. It's half a billion dollars. I could probably do that entire. Uh, I could probably do that entire show with maybe at, if I was to if I was to give like a bank. Nubby, you know better than I do. You have booked shows before. Could I do a twenty four hour wrestling show the way I just because you heard the way I described it, right? You heard everything. Yeah. Could I do? Could I do it with twenty five thousand dollars? Hell yeah. Yeah. Twenty five grand. I could I could put together something for $25,000, and every ticket we sell, every food item we sell, every alcohol thing we sell, whatever we make, raffles, whatever, donations, all of it 100% to that, uh, to that, uh, <clears throat> that foundation, the Adopt a Soldier program and everything. Nice. And then I get, I get, uh, I'll pay everyone to run it. <clears throat> I don't need volunteers. I will hire bartenders. I will hire security. I will hire cameramen. I will hire every, everyone who already does this shit at wrestling shows for free. I would actually pay them. So it kind of motivates them a little bit to sell and shit. You know, I, I don't know if concession stand people get paid. I really don't. I don't some know do. who. Yes. Okay. So some do. So, um, I know a lot of, from my experience anyways, I, I think, I don't know. Nobody again, you know better than I do. My experiences come from SCW and it comes from Elite Pro. Mm-hmm. Concessions I know were ran by the owner's parents or the owner's spouses. Right. So I don't know. So yeah, so sometimes, okay, so sometimes they're paid, sometimes not. But referees and shit, like, and I would want the top wrestlers in this business. I'm talking like Marche Rocket, Joey Avalon, Christian Rose. Wrestlers I never met before, like Brew Break, uh, Brew Baker. Um, but the reason I want to get all these companies, cause all these companies have somebody. But all these companies, other than, I think, other than CSW and POW, a lot of these companies, a drive to Piatone for them is really not much. I mean, you're talking about like maybe 45 minutes for, for like the locally ones and maybe an hour-ish, hour 15 for everyone else. And it's at the atrium. There's so much fucking parking. I was like, if I could do something like that, that'd be fucking fantastic. I guess realistically, if I really like strived, I could do something like that now through sponsorships and stuff like that, getting people to sure. donate fucking money. But I don't see at any point right now that these six wrestling companies can come together for something like that. And I think a lot has to do with pettiness. Yeah, definitely pettiness would probably keep them away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Shame. The wrestling business is is fucked up, man. And we talk about a lot on JFW. Maybe we don't talk about a lot, but it's brought up quite a bit. Like the the business is just it's just pettiness. Like everyone everyone wants to worry about like okay, here's the thing. if I sat there with six wrestling companies and said, I am going to put on this show, it's twenty four hours, I'm covering everything, I just need you guys to book a four hour block. I know at least one of the questions is going to be is, well, what what ring aprons are you going to use? Because they're going to want to know who's being advertised on the ring apron because we're going to videotape it all and it's going to be released. Like, well, is my is my is my logo going to be up on the wall? Right. 
you know, shit like that. Like it, it'll be instantly about like who, like, like what is this going to do for me? Hmm. And that's what sucks. Even if I was sit there and tell them like I am going to do this, I'm going to pay for everything, and all you guys gotta do is book me some fucking wrestlers. I'll throw banners up on the wall for all six fucking companies. I don't care. I don't know what the aprons are gonna be. I don't. I'll probably just put JFW on the fucking apron. That's another thing too. It's gonna just be called the Just Freaking Wrestling uh, fundraiser, or just I don't fucking know the JFW. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be JFW's show. That's what it's gonna fucking be. You know, it's just gonna have all these other companies help incorporate. And I'll throw the banners up on the wall, throw their social medias up there, hand out flyers where you can find every single company. You know, make a calendar of the year. You know, hey, go check out Pow here, ARW here, IPW here, Rocket Pro here, SCW here. You know. Or whatever, like I, it's simple. You could put the names of the companies on the aprons. I mean, it's not that hard. Keep the canvas like maybe something with the chair, maybe the charity on the canvas or something. But keep that plain almost. But then keep just put everyone's company on all the aprons. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah, but then you gotta make custom aprons. Okay, well you got yeah, money. You would have yeah, money. you're a million billionaire or whatever. I know, but what am I going to do with those aprons once I'm done? Um, Use them next year. Ooh, I, could auction, I, thing. I could auction them off. <clears throat> True. Yeah. I was also thinking, like, what if I did a Dr. Soldier on the aprons and the canvas said JFW on it? We could do that. Yeah. And then, they, you know, I got, obviously, obviously, like you said, I mean, I would need to book... You know, enough wrestlers for 24 hours. I got to book announcers for 24 hours. So it's like, do I do an announce, a different announcer for every one? Like, do I use the IPW's announcer for the IPW matches, ARW for ARW, you know? And then commentate, you know? Like, does the commentating change? Like, am I going to go up to Steve Aaron and say, hey, you want to commentate for 24 hours? <laughs> what if we, like, mix it up? Say, the SCW commentators and ring announcer... Uh, work the ARW portion. Ooh, kind of like uh, like we just throw like throw people's names in the hat and say, okay, here's doing the first, you know, here's doing the RPW show. You just pull off fucking names, right? See, that's a solid idea. Mm-hmm. We, we would we would force people to work together, right? Right, and then at the very end, when it's all said and done, we have a big ass battle royal where the winner becomes the champion, and that's obviously going to be Nubby. <laughs> because it's my show, and I just do I just you know dealt out twenty five thousand dollars, put this on, and the whole reason it wasn't for charity, it was just to make uh, put Nubby over. Psych world. Nice. Uh, oh god, Nubby. I, you know, I, I wish I would have told you earlier about this because we are about to wrap up here. But I want to talk a little bit about you before we go. Because oh. I, I do want Joe to get to know you a little bit better, since we all kind of, in a way, work together for Freaknet Studios. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so real quickly, let's run through Nubby. Um, Nubby and I met uh, at Elite Pro Wrestling Training. I want to say I got there in 2008, 2007, 2008-ish, I think is where, where we uh, where we trained together. 2007, because uh, that was the year we did the um, that show, the student show. Oh, okay. Was that 2007 then? It was late 2007. I remember okay. it was cold. Gotcha. Yeah. So we met then. Um, Nubby stuck with wrestling. I did not. Uh, traveled around uh, Illinois, Midwest. Uh, where was the farthest you traveled? Uh, let's see. The farthest 
Well, that's hard to tell because I know southern Illinois is really far compared to, like, almost middle Wisconsin. But yeah. uh, I'd say it was Russell's, Wisconsin. It's, like, near near the Green Bay area. Gotcha. Uh, it's Podunk, Wisconsin, honestly. But so, so, so you wrestled Wisconsin. You wrestled Illinois, Indiana. You done Michigan? No, not yet. So we gotta get we gotta get Nubby into Michigan. That's that's one thing. You know, maybe Steve get a hold of his buddies at Frontline. Get you get you thrown out there. Maybe get some some camel turtle uh, fucking gear set up. GI I turtle. Of, I got GI. plenty of camel stuff. So. There we go. Um, Nubby uh, is uh, currently a wrestler and a referee, but uh, referee uh, stuff is done at the end of this year. Yep. Uh, which I'm proud of. He's going to start focusing more on the wrestling side of it. No, uh, not really bad. I'm just I'm just tired of it. I I, <laughs> I don't blame you, brother. I don't I don't blame you, man. Here's the thing you you are you are very heavily over as a wrestler. And I don't think people appreciate that enough. No, and they definitely don't appreciate me as a referee either. Because I've talked about part of that in the chat earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're underpaid for one at certain places. Yeah. Some places actually ask me what, what my rate is. And I don't even, I don't fucking, you know, give them a high number either. I, it's the same one. And then been like that for years. So I mm-hmm. don't believe it's that hard. If you draw well, you should be able to get it. But other places just don't want to pay me that much, and it's just it's tiring. I mean, some people say, "Oh, do it for the love of the business." I love the business, but yeah, remember it's still a business. Yeah, yeah, you're there to make money. You know, it's like like I mean, Joe loves Jesus, but is he gonna fucking walk up there for free on Sunday morning? No, it's a Not job. I got a trust fund. There we go. It's a job. That's the thing. It's like I mean. People will look at this as a hobby all they want and everything, but when people actually make this, in, in a sense, it is a career. I mean, it's not a WWE, AEW career, but independent wrestling is a career. Yeah. Uh, kind of like, like what me and Joey uh, do right here. It's like, we can do this for free just because it, it's a hobby, but this isn't pro wrestling. You know, pro wrestling is a career. You know, it's, there's a yeah. difference. Um, but we don't do this free. We get paid to do this. Again, cartercomics.com. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's so goofy and like, you know, you, and you hear stories about like what people are getting paid and how they get paid and, uh, we're not going to talk about money cause I don't want to throw numbers and shit out just because no. it's not something we need to talk about. Uh, but Joe, whatever number you're thinking of, yeah, it's less than that. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's, yeah, it's just a goofy thing. And what's I'd, nutty be, I'd is, be shocked if it was above minimum wage. <laughs> As an hourly rate, yeah, it's. That's nuts. Especially like when you look at like commentators, announcers, and referees who are out there beyond the 15 minute match that some wrestlers do. Mm-hmm. And since they're not the marquee guys, the amounts are different. It's, it is goofy. Uh, the wrestling, the wrestling business is kind of, uh, kind of nuts. But it's not just independent wrestling. I'm assuming that Michael Cole isn't banking as much money as Roman Reigns is. Yeah. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if he was, but I'm pretty sure he isn't. And Michael Cole is stuck out there for three straight hours. Can't leave a can't leave that uh, that table to take a leak. Didn't know if you know that, Jim. Yeah, those commentators can't leave that table. Dang. Um, the only person who got to leave was uh, Jerry, and that's because he had a heart attack. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I know, right? 
<laughs> that's the travesty part of it right there, brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, but Nubby, uh, Nubby wrestles at, uh, Southland Championship Wrestling. He also wraps the Southland Championship Wrestling. I got him, uh, involved in the high voltage portion of the show, which I'm happy with. Um, he, uh, he wrestles at, uh, IPW on Richardson Park. He, uh, referees at Chicago Style Wrestling up at, uh, Franklin Park. Wrestles Rocket Pro Wrestling out in Joliet. And, uh, wrestles Crash Sided Wrestling out, uh, I can't remember the town in Indiana. Maryville. Maryville, Indiana. So, uh, Nubby makes the rounds, man. And, um, yeah, uh, we, we lost, uh, we lost touch with each other after the school, after I stopped going. And, uh, kind of got back together, uh, early last year where I had him on as a guest, uh, for one of our episodes. And I like talking to him so much, I decided to invite him on to kind of help me keep JFW going after Dizzle J and Dally and Steve uh, were no longer available. And then we found Pac-Man and, uh, for all, uh, for all reality, uh, whatever, uh, solid fucking dude and happy that I had a chance to uh, meet him and get him on. And, uh, yeah, now we got JFW, uh, Crushing it, had our 200th episode uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, we're just going to keep going forward from there. So, uh, yeah, no, Nubby, uh, Nubby definitely is one of the biggest reasons why JFW is still a thing, because if it wasn't for him, and actually even Pac-Man 2, JFW probably would have stopped, because there was no way in hell I was doing it by myself, just because it's not, for, we talked about that in the last episode, it's just not fun doing solo podcasts. So, Nubby, I do appreciate you. Uh, well, first of all, I appreciate you coming here and helping me this morning. And not helping, but I do appreciate you making time coming yeah. on this morning. I literally was sending him the message as we were starting up the show. I sent oh, message nice. to him and Pac-Man. I was like, hey, if you guys want to come on now, we're, uh, we're just going to record a show. No pressure. It's just, you know, the bullshit. Um, but Nubby and I were actually talking about him coming on here for a while because uh, he does appreciate a lot of stuff we talk about here because, as he said, uh, it's relatable. And I think that's one of the reasons why this show is doing so well lately, because we're talking about more relatable things. Yeah, you know, we we deal more with like you know what's going on with our lives and how our lives have been impacted. And the thing is, like, there's so much going on that this that I still have yet to talk about car etiquette like I wanted to. Yeah, I oh. thought about bringing that up, and I thought, ah, it's going well. Yeah, we're running out of time. We can talk about it next week. Um, actually, I gotta make that note because I want to talk about car etiquette. I want to talk about cream cheese, and uh, I want to get an update on my weight loss uh, journey and all that stuff too. And there was something else I wanted to talk about, and I can't remember what the hell that is. So I'm gonna have to wait for my my fucking brain to loop around and come back to it, and then I can make get that your stuff. shit together, Travis. What's I'm trying, bro. <laughs> Listen. I, if I could tell my brain to get shit together, I would. I wish I knew what was going on. I don't know. I don't know why my mind cannot retain information for an extended period of time. I will drive to work and have five or six different ideas. I'm like, man, this would be really fucking cool. And as soon as I back into that parking lot at uh, work, blank. What the? I hate hell? when that happens. Yeah, mm. what happens to me a lot, a lot. We had this. Uh, we had this running gag on uh, JFW where. There's this girl, Zoe, that I would refer to as the hot girl. And honest to God, for the first month, could not remember her fucking name. <laughs> That's why you call her the hot girl. I, yeah, well, originally, yeah. And then when, like, you know, you know, Pac-Man said, oh, Zoe. Finally, it ingrained in my head. But the thing is, I've had, like, chats with Zoe on Instagram for the entire fucking time. And it still didn't dawn on me to look up and see her name in the chat. So for, so for the beginning, when I kept saying the hot girl, that was a shoot. 
because I just kept forgetting her fucking name. And there's this, uh, this, uh, this woman and her daughter and her daughter's friend who would come to JFW or the SCW shows. And I would talk to them every show. And I no idea what the fuck their names are. I just call them, what do I call them, uh, Nubby? The Gremlins. There we go. <laughs> yeah, or the, the girl and her annoying friend. I, I just yeah, I that, don't know. Yeah, that too. I just, I don't know. But I will tell you this. I know every single person I told to fuck themselves so they didn't listen to the JFW podcast. That's the important shit that my body uh, is retaining. My mind is retaining. Not the fact that is my back door shut when I leave for work because I don't remember that every morning. But I do remember telling Aaron Xavier's daughter to fuck herself, a 12-year-old, because she doesn't listen to my podcast because that's the gimmick. In front of, in front of Aaron, too. Yeah. Yeah. But see, and this all goes back to the last episode we just got done recording. People know the kind of person I am, so that's why when I do things like this, they just know that I, I'm not really serious about it. And that's what I love about this. That's the biggest thing I love about wrestling culture is because I got to meet these people, especially this breakfast that I did uh, last weekend that Nubby was at and Rion and Steve and C-Red, um, Jed, Pac-Man, Max Holiday, these guys. They're just cool fucking people. So as as big of a headache, like I said, the wrestling business is fucking high school, bro. Mm -hmm. Everybody, everybody just wants to be on everyone's ass about things and, and within everybody's shit. But there is a small group of them that are actually pretty cool people that, you know, appreciate the efforts we do at JFW. That because of that, <clears throat> even came over and listened to this freaking show. And I think I'm finally getting the appreciation for the work I put in. Steve said it perfectly last week that I do a lot of shit for the wrestling business, like more than more than most people would for no money. Um, and uh, I don't get any recognition for it, which I'm, I'm not really looking for recognition. That, that doesn't really other travesty. Yeah, recognize him, acknowledge him. Joe wouldn't get that. Um, oh yeah, think, that one from your other show. Yeah, I just. Uh, no, the acknowledge part. It's a, it's a Roman Reigns thing. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Um, but, like, yeah, re recognize him, gimmick, whatever. But, like, I, I just do it because it's fun, you know? And the best part of it is, is, like, if I don't want to do something, then I just won't do it. Like, I do it because I want to, not because I absolutely have to. Like, I'm fine doing the live streams after the SCW shows because they are fun to do, you know? And it's one Sunday out of the month where I can, you know, sit there and do my shit and do the lives and have fun and everything. It helps out the company, it helps out the wrestlers, and it helps out with downloads. But if I decide, like, dude, I just, I, I got other things I have to do, I just can't do the live stream, then I don't have to do it because I'm not owed anything for it. Like, I, like, I don't, I'm not contractually obligated to do any of this shit. I do it because I want to. And I think that's something that the wrestling uh, companies don't realize. It's like, we do what we do because we want to do it. We don't have to fucking do it. That's why, you know, me, Nubby, and Pac-Man agreed. That if we reach out to a company and they don't give us the information, we don't talk about that company. Because they're not willing to do that little effort to help us promote their company free of charge, then why go above and beyond having to deal with this shit? You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's a, it's ridiculous, it's a ridiculous expectation where people think that because we're a wrestling business, we should be talking about every aspect of it. It's like, no. It's like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I would talk about whatever company helps us get their information out, you know, and who will, you know, um, Nubby uh, started uh, tagging wrestling companies on our shows that we talk about them in, and some of them share. IPW shares, 
I think Crash Tesla shares, Rocket Pro shares, SCW shares. Some of the other ones don't. It is what it is. Hopefully they start. But it's like, it's like we're doing this to help the wrestling business. And if they can appreciate that, they can fuck themselves. I just, I don't know what to tell you. But, sure. yeah. But no, I, I love what we're doing here. And like I said, basically, long story short, uh, I continue to do this shit because of Nubby, because he helped keep uh, JFW afloat. So I do appreciate you, man. And uh, join us in uh, talking about uh, what, uh, what are you freaking thinking about? Who are you asking? Nubby. Nice. I was just uh, thanking him for being here. Can we got to thank you for being here? No, I just wasn't sure. You're obligated to be here, bro. No, I'm kidding. That's, <laughs> that's when Nubby gets every Monday. Every <laughs> Monday. And he's still here. Uh, Nubby, uh, yeah, you go first, man. What are you, what are you freaking thinking about? Uh, I'm thinking about that uh, ARW show that I'm going to tonight. I'm still debating on that. Like, I, I, I think I want to go to Wrestle League, but I think I might hit up ARW just because fucking Ivan's wrestling again. Max Holiday's gonna be there. I can see Chavez. I. It just seems like it just seems like the the fun one to go to. Yeah. Yeah. That's odd. what. Uh, what match are you looking forward to the most? Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to the. The family match. I they never. See how this goes. They did announce the uh, the tag partner, right? That's still a mystery. It's still a mystery. I, I think they're keeping that a secret until the show. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, and then Creed Creed's gonna have his uh, title defense uh, for the RW Heavyweight Championship tonight, and um, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be a really solid card. And that's with the VFW, right? Yeah, and I'm also curious about this Youth Gone Wild. And freebird thing. I, I think there's more to it than what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. All right, now this is what you asked Joey's freaking thinking about. <laughs> so, uh, Cartoon Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? Uh, I am freaking thinking about baseball. I uh, I recently realized that I uh, we talked a little bit about this in the last show, but. Uh, uh, I realized that my Apple Plus or Apple TV subscription um, includes Friday Night Baseball, and so I uh, I I'm not I like baseball. Um, I don't follow it very strictly by any means. Um, but part of the reason I've never really followed it is because I've never sports packages are expensive. Yeah, you, know, you, you got to add it to your your Comcast or whatever. I just don't want to, you know. Um, but I found out that uh, you know on Friday nights I can watch it for for. You know, no extra money, and so I, uh, I'm trying. I'm going to try and get into baseball a little more than than I have in the past. Um, just, uh, I don't know. It's exciting. I, uh, I, I, I've never. I, I don't care very much about sports. I never have. I probably never will. But I am going to try to uh, to to watch more regularly and hopefully uh, enjoy this uh, this national pastime of ours. So we'll see. But yeah, so baseball, I guess. Travis, what are you uh, freaking thinking about? Were you about to ask me what I'm geeking on? I sure was. Come on, man. I got a text from Ryan right as I was starting to talk to you, and I just, so I read GCL and thought, yeah, it's happened. Uh, perfect example of my memory. As I was ranting about the things we didn't get a chance to talk about, the last thing I mentioned was what I was going to talk about while I'm freaking out right now, and I can't remember what that is. <laughs> I can remember. I can. I can remember. See, right? I can remember talking about truck uh, car etiquette, which that's a topic now. I'm yeah. thinking about. And uh, oh, I want. Okay, never mind. Found it. See, good. Yeah, it came back. 
Uh, I finally, I have finally, after all these, what week are we on with our journey now, Joe? Uh, four? I don't remember. Yeah, four or five. Are we coming up like that? God damn it, Joe. Um, I'm finally seeing progress. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so oh, over the ca- uh, course of the last few weeks and everything, like, there, there's been no changes, and it's been really, really fucking annoying. I'm just like, I, I was almost getting to the point again where I'm just like, okay, well, Clearly, I cannot lose weight no matter how many workouts I do, no matter what my eating. I just, nothing's worked, whatever, I'm done. Um, and then it dawned on me, like, I'm going to change one more thing. And it was soda. Mm. And, yeah, who would have thought? Uh, even diet sodas, uh, zero sugar sodas and stuff like that. Um, and then I started uh, eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So before I was just eating breakfast and lunch, but now I'm eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And yeah, so uh, I, I'm down. I'm down six pounds this week alone. Wow. So something I, I don't know what it is. And the weird thing I, I think for me, I, I've mentioned this before, is it's it's more of a mental thing for me to succeed than it is physical things for me to succeed because I found that Fitbit premium has a lot of things to offer uh, than, you know, the regular Fitbit stuff. And it it costs just as much as the FitPal app annually. Uh, Plus it's like, I think I I bought this, I I got this new Fitbit watch last December for, uh, for Christmas I never realized that I had like seven months free of Fitbit Premium that I never activated. Wow. So I activated it and uh, maybe six months, whatever it is. Basically, I have Fitbit Premium free until January. That's dope. So I'm trying it out and my FitPal app renews in February and the free premium ends in January. So I have, I have at least until December to determine if I want to cancel FitPal and just keep the Fitbit or cancel the Fitbit and keep the FitPal. But I honestly think I'm going to keep the Fitbit premium because it's all in one. And yeah. the scale I have uh, syncs to Fitbit, so when I jump on the scale, it goes directly to Fitbit. Uh, the only thing that Fitbit doesn't have that FitPal does, and Fitbit can easily fix that, is that there isn't a, uh, a fasting clock mm. or a fasting timer on it. And I, and I think if they add that, it'd be perfect. Uh, that and uh, uh, ma- uh, net net carbs, macros, stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I, I'm finally seeing some success in it, so I'm, I'm I'm more positive about the weight loss than I was before. Uh, taking the vitamins in the morning overnight has been helpful. I definitely feel a change in my sleep and everything I went from because Fitbit kind of keeps a grade of uh of your sleep. So I went from like a 68, 70 grade to an 88, 91 grade in sleep. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, we've been doing this. I want to say we're wrapping up week four. I just honestly can't fucking remember. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, now I'm finally seeing some progress. So, uh, the numbers nice. starting to drop finally. And, other than still having some weird back problems and stuff like that, I'm pretty good right now. Um, and honestly, I think the back issues are just from the astronomical amount of weight that I'm carrying around because I'm a gelatinous fat fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm very happy about it. 
Hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Uh, now, but you host an amazing podcast. Uh, tell our listeners uh, what it is and where they can find it. Hey, if you want to hear more of Nubby the Amazing Turtle, check out Just Freaking Wrestling anywhere you podcast. That's right. Fucking that's right. Plug, nice. Fucking cheap plug for my own podcast. Oh, Hell yeah. God. Nubby, thanks again. Hey, man, uh, every once in a while, if you want to come in and chat with us about real life stuff, you're more than welcome. Uh, like we mentioned in the last episode, we're going to start doing Saturday morning uh, double recordings and stuff like that. So we are on the road to... Uh, Claim our true episode number. I'm really excited to see how long that really takes to do. So, uh, guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this freaking show. Make sure you follow us on YouTube at FreakNet Studios. Uh, October's coming around, and uh, those cemetery vlogs won't watch themselves. Trust me, I tried. And, of course, you can listen to our podcast wherever you find your podcast, uh, Popping, iTunes, Spotify, you know, whatever. Search it. Subscribe. Uh, rate and review if uh, applicable there. Uh, uh, Joe, you want to you want to hear how we end JFW? Sure, perfect. That's all I got. I believe we can ring the bell in this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty, and I'm Cartoon Joe, and I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.